Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos of Tzadi Dalid. We're starting five lines from the top, two words into the line at the two dots. Today's daf is sponsored by Shos the Hatzlacha and good health of Shmuel Halevi Ben Bracha. The Mishnah said, If a person cares out someone who's alive on a bed, he's putter even for carrying out the bed because it's secondary to the person, and he's not chai for carrying out the person because of the concept of chaynosis atzmai. The main idea of this chaynosis atzmai is that a live being is able to balance themselves, or according to physics, adjust their center of gravity. In essence, carrying their own weight. Therefore, you're not chai for carrying them because they're carrying themselves. The Gemara says, Let's say our Mishnah is like, Not Person carries out a behemachai or oif to the rishus rabim. Bein chayin, bein shchutin. Whether it's alive or it's shechted, chayiv the person's chayiv. Reb Nason, Reb Nason says al shchutin chayiv. You're chayiv for carrying out a shechted animal. Val chayin putter. But if it's alive, you're putter. Why? Shachayin noisis atzmai. Because chayin noisis atzmai. We see this is the opinion of Reb Nason and not the Rabbanon. Amarav Rava says no. I feel the Rabbanon. It could even be like the Rabbanon. Ad kan lepili Rabbanon alid Reb Nason. The whole extent of the machlekes between Rabbanon and Reb Nason is el behemachai oif only with animals. They try to slip away from a person, so therefore they make themselves heavy to try to get away from them. Therefore, in essence, you're carrying them. But a live person, he carries himself. The Rabbana would agree that you would be putter for carrying this person out on a bed on Shabbos. We have a Mishnah. Ben Beseira allows the sale of a horse to a non-Jew. And we have Bryce that clarifies this. Ben The reason why Ben Beseira allows you to sell a horse to a non-Jew is because by Malacha because the only sort of malacha does for you is something you wouldn't be chayavachatas on. Now, what's going on over here? There was an Isra Drabbanon of selling large animals, such as cows or donkeys, to non Jews. The fear was that we would end up renting or lending them this animal and they would use it to perform malacha on Shabbos. The Jew would then be over on Shvisas Behema, as his animal must refrain from doing work on Shabbos. Therefore, there was to be no business done with large animals and non Jews. However, the primary use of a horse is to carry people. There's no Isra Dairaisa for horse to do so because of Chaynaisis Atzmai. The person is really carrying himself. Therefore, one is allowed to sell a horse to a non-Jew. And now we continue developing the question. say the same thing. If you're going to tell me that the Chamim don't argue with Rav Nason, except for the case of because they try to slip away from the person, so the person has to carry them. So my area Ben of Rav Nason. Why did Rav Yechon specifically say that Ben Beseir Rav Nason say the same thing? You said that the Rabbanon agrees, so why didn't Rabbi Yechonon include the Rabbanon in this statement that Ben Beseir and Ben Nassim say the same thing? The Gemara says it's not a problem. Kiam Rabbi Yechonon, was Rabbi Yechonon talking about that only Ben Beseir and Ben Nassim agree to? It's talking about a horse that's only meant for carrying birds. In that case, the Chachamim wouldn't agree. The Gemara says, There's a horse that's meant only for carrying birds? In, yes, there's the source of the bird hunters. Falconry is the sport in which birds of prey are used for hunting. Those engaged in the sport would transport the birds on the back of a horse so as not to tire out the bird before the hunt. Therefore, this type of horse would only be muttered to sell to a non-Jew, according to Reb Nassan, but not according to the Chachamim. Now back to the Machlekes between Reb Nassan and the Rabbanon, whether or not a person's chai for carrying out a live animal to the Rishas Rabban Shabbos, Am Reb Yechon Reb says, Reb Nassan agrees that if the animal is tied up, then you would be chai for carrying it out on Shabbos. Why? Because now that it's tied, it's unable to balance itself, and you would be chai for carrying it out even if it's alive. And now the Gemara asks a question on Ben Beseir's heter of selling horses to non-Jews. Vahani Parsoi, these Persians, the command the Kafise Damu, the way that they ride horses is as if 
if they're tied up. And and Rabbi Yechanan said that say the same thing, meaning you'd be allowed to sell a horse to a Persian. What's the problem? Persians ride in very wide clothing that restrict their movement, and they're also very pampered, almost never setting foot on the ground, Rashi said. So this is like they're tied up. So why does Ben Becerra allow us to sell horses to them? If they ride on a horse, it's like the horse is doing real malacha of carrying dead weight. The Gemariah says, no, Hassam over there regarding Persians, Ramas Ruchahu Dinakatluhu. It's just out of arrogance that that's why they act like this. But it's not that they're unable to move. How do we know this? Tahu Pardashcha, there was a Persian officer, Durasach Malki Laveh. The king got very upset at him. So he had to run away from the king's troops. Virait Tlaso Parsi Bakari. He ran three full Parsais with his own feet without riding on anything. So obviously we see that a Persian is able to move even though they're very pampered people when they need to they're able to run away. That's why you're able to sell a horse even to a Persian. And the Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah. Whether or not a person is chayv for carrying out a mace into the Rishos Rabbim. Reb Shimon held he was putter because and the Gemara will continue discussing Reb Shimon's shita. Even if he takes out a mace in order to bury it, nonetheless he would still be putter. We're going to understand this in a second. Amarava Rava says, Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon would agree that he would be chayiv if he takes out a garden hoe in order to dig with it. Takes out a safer tire in order to read from it. The chayiv that he would be chayiv. We see from here that Reb Shimon is mechayiv when the malacha benefits the person himself doing the malacha and not the object that the malacha is being done to. Therefore, even when he takes out a mace in order to bury it, so it's benefiting the mace. Nonetheless, it's not benefiting the person himself. The Gemara says pshita. It's obvious, even if when he takes out a Sefer Torah or garden hoe, he would still be putter. What's considered a according to Reb Shimon? Gemara says, nope, don't be so surprised. You might think, the Malacha has to benefit both him and the item itself. Kigain, for example, Mar He carried out a garden hoe in order to make a plate for it, meaning he was broken and he had to fix it. And he wanted to dig with it, so it's beneficial for both the garden hoe and for himself. Or Sefer Torah Lahagia Velikras, he took out a Sefer Torah to the Shusarabim in order to fix it and to read from it. Kamash Malan, the Chiddush is that no, as long as it's beneficial for him, even if it's not necessarily beneficial for the item itself, he still would be Chayev. Hahu Shechwa, there was a corpse. The Havibid Dreigras, it was in a Rishus Hayachid in the city called Dreigras. Shar Rav Nachamar Yitzchak Lafukia the Karmelis, Rav Nachamar Yitzchak allowed them to carry it out to Karmelis. It was either going to rot in the sun or be burned by fire or it was laying in some sort of disgraceful manner. And Amr Reb Yechanan, Achma de Marbre de Ravna, Reb Yechanan, the brother of Marbre de Ravna, said, Lirav Nachamar Yitzchak, Come on, who do you hold like that you gave such a psak? Kirab Shimon, like Reb Shimon, Amr de Patrab Shimon, Michiv Chatas. Let's say Reb Shimon says, Amlachashin Srikhil Gufa, your putter, that means you don't have to bring a Chatas. But he said, Rabbanon, Mio Eka, it's still Asr de Rabbanon, Lechatchila, if you wanted to do it, even Reb Shimon would say you're not allowed to do it. How did you give such a psak that Lechatchila, they're allowed to carry? the mace out to a Carmelis? Armelay told him, Eli Kim, by God, by Hashem, the Eilis Be'at, even you would have carried it out. Vafil Reb Yehuda Shari, even according to Reb Yehuda that argues with Reb Shimon, it's mutter. Demiko Amina L'Roshos Rabim. did I say that they're allowed to carry it out from Roshos Yachet to Roshos Rabim? L'Karmelis Ka Amina, I said they're allowed to carry it out to Carmelis, which is a makam that's only Asr Midr Rabbanon to carry to. Gadol, Kavad Abriyas, Shedoycha, Slois Hasei Shabbatera. Kavad Abriyas is so important in Chashev that it'll push away even a Lois Hasei in the Torah, and over here is just the Isid Rabbanon, that's why they're allowed to carry it out to a Carmelis, but not to Roshos Rabim. Tanan Hasam, we have a mission over there. Hatayl Shimani Tuma, someone that plucks 
the signs of Toma out of Tsaras, the Hechva HaMechia, or he burns off a Mechia, which is a type of Tsaras, over Belaisase, he's going to be over with Belaisase. The Torah says that a Baharis, which is a type of Tsaras, is Tame if it has two white hairs in it. A Se'es, another type of Tsaras, is going to be Tame if it has a patch of healthy skin within the Tsaras. It's Usr to remove these Simanim, and if a person does so, then he's over Belaisase. Itmar, we have a Brysa on that clarifying the halacha. Achas Mishtaim, if he plucks one out of two hairs, Chayev, he's Chayev, because now this Tsaras can't possibly be considered Tame. Achas Mishalash, if he plucks one out of three hairs, we have a Machlaikas. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, what he did was very significant. Why? If somehow another one of these two remaining hairs was removed, now it's not going to be Tame anymore. And this guy did something very significant towards this thing potentially not being Tame, so he would be Chayev, even though there's still two hairs left. Right now, there's still two hairs left, so it's still possible to be Tame, so he's not Chayev. And Amar Vsheshes, Vsheshes says, How do I know that this fellow is Pater when there's still two hairs left? It's not considered Ahani Maisov. Dinan, our Mishnah says, If a person carries out a Kezayis from a Mace or a Kezayis of Nevela, he's Chayev even for carrying on Shabbos. Why? Since this piece of Mace or Nevela is Chashev enough to be Metamehim, so he'll also be Chayev for carrying it out on Shabbos, it's considered Chashev. What's the diok though? Hachatzi Zayas, if he took out a half of a piece of a Mace, Pater, he'd be Pater. Ahai v'hatanya, we have a brisa. Says Rav Sheshes, Chatzizai is chayev. If he carries out half of exayis min ames, he's also chayev, which means there's something chashev even about half of exayis of ames. My love is a not hadetanya. That which we said chayev that he's chayev for carrying out half of exayis. The apik chatzizai is mikezayis. He took half of exayis from a piece that is a exayis already, which means now the remaining piece is only a exayis. He's effectively removed the ability to be metame from this original piece. Therefore, this piece that he carried out is considered chashev in its own right, and that's why he would be chayev. But it non putter, that which we had an implication from our Mishnah that he would be putter if he carries out half of the kazais is the apikhatzi zayis mikazayis umechza. He carries out half of the kazais from a piece that was really a kazayis and a half, and he'd be putter because the original piece still has enough to be metame. Therefore, this half of the kazais that he carried is not anything chashev. We see from here, says, the when the amount remaining in the original item is still chashav, a kezayis, even though it's very probable that it might decrease in size and then will no longer be able to be matame, nonetheless, the removal of the half of a kezayis is considered loyahani maisav, and he's pater. The same thing should be with the hair being plucked. Since there's still two remaining hairs, his plucking of this one was inconsequential, and he isn't chayiv. The Gemara continues, though, Rav Nachman, he'll respond to Rav Sheshes, is Edvidi Chayev. In both cases, you would be Chayev, both when you take half of a Kezayis out of a piece the size of a Kezayis, or half of a Kezayis out of a piece a Kezayis and a half. In both of those instances, it's considered a Hani Maisev. Vadinam Pater, and that which we had an inference from our Mishnah, that if he carried out half of a Kezayis, he would be Pater, that's the Apekhatzi Zayis, we may Gadol. When he carries out half of a Kezayis from a large mace, and even if many Kezayisim were taken out of this mace, nonetheless, it would still have a piece of a Kezayis left in it, it's very large. Therefore, loyahani Maisov, that which he did by taking out half of a Kezayis, was inconsequential and he wouldn't be chayv. But if he takes a half of a Kezayis piece out of a piece that anyway was only a Kezayis and a half, that's considered a Hani Maisov and he would be chayv for that. 
Now, this next Mishnah seems a bit random as it's discussing Toiladis of various Avais, and the Rishenim deal with why it's placed over here and not in a different part of the Mesechta. The Mishnah says, One that removes one fingernail with another, a Bashinov, or he bites them off with his teeth, he pulls his hair out of his head, or his mustache, his beard, a woman that braids her hair, she paints her eyes, which is either she combs her hair with her hand or a comb, or she gives herself some sort of facial by applying dough to her face, and then when it's removed, it gives her this ruddy complexion. Because of but not that she would be chayv. The Gemara says, "Om Rabbi Lazar Machlekes Biyad." The whole Machlekes Rabbi Lazar and the Chachamim is when he removes his fingernails with his hand. Avlo Bekli, if he does so with a kli such as scissors or nail clipper, chayv he would be chayv because that's the normal way of removing them. The Gemara says, "Pshita, that's obvious." Zubazutanad. Our Mishnah says he removed one with another, one fingernail with another. The Gemara says, "No." Maldetema, you might have thought Rabbanim Bekli Nami Patri. The Rabbanim would also patri him even if he removed it with a kli. This is a Tailada of the Malacha of Geizes shearing, and perhaps the Malacha of Geizes only applies to animals and not to people. And Vahadik Tani Zubazu, and the only reason why our Mishnah says one with another is to teach you the extent of Rebbe Lezer's shita that he's Mechayev this person even though he's removing it in a not normal fashion. Kamash Malon, they're the Chachamim are Mechayev you if you cut it with a Kli. And we continue understanding the Mishnah from Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Lezer says, The whole Machlaikis is only when he's removing his own fingernails. If he takes his fingers and removes his friend's fingernails, everyone would agree he's Pater. Gemara says, Pshita, Tsipar Nov Tenan. Our Mishnah says he's removing. Removing his own fingernails. You say, no, Rebbe Lezer would be Mechaev him even if he removes his friend's fingernails. And that which the Mishnah had said that he's removing his own fingernails is to teach you the extent of the Rabbanon's shita that they will patter you even when you're removing your own fingernails. Kamash Mulan, that no, Rebbe Lezer would patter you if you're removing your friend's fingernails. Our Mishnah said, V'chein Sairei, if a person cuts out his hair. And now the Gemara is going to quote Obraisa that tells us the minimum amount of hair necessary to be removed in order to be chayv for cutting hair on Shabbos. Tana, the Brisa says, If a person cuts a scissor's tip full of hair, then he's going to be chayv achatas. According to Rebbe Lezer, it's if he pulls it out with even with his hands. According to Chamim, he actually has to use a scissor. Mar says, How much is a scissor's tip full? It's two hairs. Mar asks, Hold on a second. It was taught later in that same Brisa, that regarding the prohibition of tearing out hair because a person's grieving over a mace, the Isra is pulling out two hairs. Well, doesn't this imply that the amount stated previously in that same price in regard to Shabbos is not two hairs, it's a different amount. So Gemara says, you're right. Ema, let's interpret the price as v'chein l'karcha shtaim. And similarly, in regards to the Isra of making a bald spot, karcha, it would also be an Isra of two hairs. And it's the same amount. We don't have a steer within this b'risa. Tainami hachi, we have a b'risa just like this. Hanoi tomali pi azog b'shabbos. If a person takes a scissors tip full of hair on Shabbos, chayv, he'd be chayv. V'kama mali pi azog. How much is this? Shtaim, it's two hairs. Rebel Ezra, remember, he says, achas, it's even one hair. And umaydim chacham Rebel Ezra, Rechama would agree to Rebel Ezra, that if he plucks white hairs from amongst his black hairs, Sha'afilu achas chayv, he's chayv even for one, that's considered chashav, he doesn't want white hairs on his head. But Dovrzeh and this, plucking white hairs from black, Afbuchal Aser is Aser even during the week. Mishim Shenemer Loyil Bashgever Simlas Isha, a man may not wear the garment of a woman. This is the overall Isser of a man doing things that are reserved for women. Plucking hairs is a cosmetic act done by women, and therefore he's considered like he's dressing like a woman by doing so. Tanya, we have a Brisa, Reb Shem Ben Elazar Aimer, Tzipar Shapir Shuba, if the majority of the fingernail is coming off, Vitzitzin Shapir Shuban, or the majority of the cuticle, Tzitzin, is coming off. 
Biyad, if he wants to take it off with his hand, mutter, it's completely mutter. But Kli, if he wants to remove it with a Kli, such as scissors or nail clipper, chayev chatas and he'll be chayev chatas. The Gemara asks, mi ikam midi de bekli chayev chatas. Is there anything that if you do it with a Kli, you're chayev chatas? Well, Biyad, but if you do it with your hand, mutter lechatchila, it's 100% mutter? How could that be? Gemara says, you're right, Haki Kamar, this is really what we're saying. Pirshu Ruban, if the majority of it's coming off, Biyad, mutter. You take it off with your hand, that's mutter. 100%. Bekli, Pater Avlaser. If you take it off of the Kli, it's Pater, but it's still Aser. Loi Per Shuruban, if the majority of it's not coming off, so Biyad, Pater Avlaser. If you took it off with your hand, it's going to be Pater Avlaser. Bekli, if you removed it with a Kli, Chayv Chatas, you're going to be Chayv Chatas. Amr Av Yehuda, Halacha Kripshim Ben Alazar, the Halacha is like him. Amrav Arbachana, Amrav Yechanan, he's going to qualify this. This is only when the fingernail is coming off from the top and it's causing him a lot of pain. Since the fingernail is starting to peel backwards from the top towards the base, that's incredibly painful, so he's allowed to remove it. However, if it's starting to peel off from the base towards the top, evidently that's not so painful, and therefore he's not allowed to take it off on Shabbos. And the Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah, a woman that braids her hair does other things. The Gemara asks, why is a woman chayev for braiding her hair, painting her eyes, or smoothing out her hair? Braiding her hair, she's chayev for weaving it. Painting her eyes, it's like writing, the same way a scribe outlines the letter before he fills it in, so too she's outlining her eye, otherwise known as eyeliner. Pakeses, mishum toivet, it's like spinning, the same way when they would spin threads, they would smooth out all the clumps, so too she's smoothing out her hair. Is this the normal way to do all these malachas? It's not even considered a toilada of this malacha. It's completely not like the original malacha. It was explained to me in the name of Rabbi Yesi Rabchanina. She's high for dying when she colors her eye. These different hair things, she's high for building. Is that a normal way to build by doing your hair? The Gemara says, yes, in Kedidarsh Rabshem Bemanasio, like Kedarshind says in the Pasuk, Vayivan Hashem Hatzela, Hashem built the side that he took from Adam Arishain, he made it into Chava. Malamid was, as teach us, Shekila Hakrashbarhu Lechava, Hakrashbarhu braided Chava's hair, Revia Etzel Adam, and he brought her to Adam Arishain. And Shechain Becharke Hayam, in the cities by the sea, Karn Lekala Isa Banayasa, they call a woman who braids hair a hair builder. So we see that braiding hair is like building hair and persons chayv for baina when they braid hair. Tanya Rav Aymer, he says, if she does it for herself, so she's potter. It's very difficult for her to see properly when she's doing it for herself, so it's not the normal way of doing it she'd be potter. If she does it for her friend, then she'd be chayv because she's able to do it properly. He also says, a woman should not put blush on her face because she is dyeing her face, and that is us, sir. Everyone should have a wonderful day.